What up, y'all? Welcome back to She Gets a Podcast. My name is Shan. <laughs> you already know. This is season seven, episode 21, What's Real Anyway series. Ooh, I got a good one for y'all. So, I wanted to talk about how to receive a good man. A lot of women talk about wanting a good man, needing a good man, or how there are no good men and no one is really talking about how women need to prepare for a good man okay that's something you might hear in church in like a short sermon that's something that um women don't want to discuss or they get super defensive about but i as a woman have questions on how do i know who to resist? How do I know what a good man looks like? Who taught me what a good man looks like or what a good man is or what a good man does? How do I know how to rid myself of old habits or how do I know when I have, you know, rid myself of good, of bad habits? That's what I meant. Um, and that's what I want to talk about. And I sat here with myself and I thought about it, and I thought about it, and between hearing Akeem from Raw and Uncut Podcast talk about uh, submissive women and how women are not teaching their sons to, uh, you know, be a man within a relationship or how to be a man, and they can't do it without a father present, um, and also hearing women talk about how they need to raise a man or their man just like women raise their sons and I'm just like uh no I'm not doing that I don't know what Tammy was smoking but I just want to discuss 12 ways that are solid that I think will help and assist women to prepare for a good man to come into her life because there's there's a lot of work that today's women have to do and be willing to do in order to receive a good man into her life without the drama without the um, negativity and without so many heads and minds within that relationship that they're trying to uh, cultivate so if that's something you're interested in <laughs> take a Get comfortable. Get you a drink. I'm about to go in. All right. Let's go. Fall is coming. Fall is like my favorite time of the year. Autumn is my favorite season. So if you're looking for some merch, check your girl. Support the She Gets It podcast by getting you some merch. You know what I'm saying? You get some merch, you support, you get a little something, something out of it, you become a representative, an affiliate, or she gets a podcast, and I have sweatshirts on there, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you need is on the She Gets It shop, shop with Teespring. I'll go ahead and put the link up. Let's get back to the show. (laughs) Side note. There's no such thing as a fresh donut after 11 a.m., okay? If you don't get your donuts before 11 a.m., it's not fresh. They made that shit early in the morning, and you getting that (laughs) been-out-dough donut, okay? 
but that's not what he we here to talk about. So, I believe, okay, I believe there are too many women screaming, ain't no good men. Um, but are there good women? Like, how do you know that you as a woman have reached the top? Like, you are the bar. How do women know what a good man looks like if he was standing right in front of them? And honestly, you have to ask yourself that. And I ask myself those questions because that's the right thing to do. I really feel like my mother um, not failed me, but my mother didn't provide me the correct tools to recognize what a good man was, what a relationship with a good man looks like, and the opportunity to see how women receive and pour into a good man. Because my mom, after she divorced my dad, after 13 years of marriage, um, she never dated. She never had like relationships with men that I got to see visually, that I got to hear um, verbally. So I didn't know what that was like. And I grew up with a bunch of brothers and I seldomly got to see how they interacted with girls and women that they were talking to or dating but it wasn't not it wasn't like an everyday thing like I didn't see um what a healthy relationship was where this is what a man does early in the morning when there's children in the household and this is what a woman does like I didn't see that what I saw with my parents up until I was eight years old was an unhealthy relationship and that's when I was like that's not what I want. I don't want marriage if this, this is what marriage is. And I never got the chance to see healthy relationships with the man and the woman from my mother. So what I had was television. What I had was um, public displays. What I had was hearsay, she say. All right. And we all know today's social media and society and reality TV is not what we should be basing. Um, is that even a motherfucking word, Chantal? Girl, I don't know. Um, that we should be having as like the the foundation of what our relationships should be. Like, I don't want that to be the foundation. So I'm constantly researching. I'm constantly picking brains of people that I respect. I'm constantly asking older couples when I see them out, what's the key to y'all marriage? Like, what's the key to staying in this marriage? What have what kept you guys together 15 years, 20 years, 30 years? Like, what's the foundation? Give me the code because I'm lost in the South like that. And anyway, um, I'm always learning I'm constantly uh, unlearning and teaching myself healthy ways, new ways. Um, currently, I am super single. And I think it's a good thing that I'm super single right now because I, st I still have learning to do. I still have um, ways within myself where I need to unlearn because it's not healthy. And I would be doing a man a disservice 
to have him believe I'm ready for a relationship. And for me to be a woman, uh, a mother, a sister, a cousin, an auntie at 33 with two daughters, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing because if I'm honestly not ready to receive a good man, I don't want my daughters to see me with a quote-unquote good man in my life and me completely disturb that peace. Me completely dismiss him and be their example of what to do. So, that being said, 12 ways you know as a woman that you are ready to receive a good man. First things first, you've done yourself work. Okay? And when I say you've done yourself work, I'm talking about You've done your therapy. You've worked through your cons, not just your pros. You um, have a focus-driven, motivated, self-motivated, like you don't need no one there to tell you what time it is, way of dealing with yourself, your life, and your choices. Um, It's a mature approach to dealing with what you're doing for yourself before you ask anybody else to do for you, okay? That work. Um, If you needed to go to therapy, you went to therapy. If you had some child trauma, you've dealt with that. Like, me growing up, being the only girl and the youngest, and a house full of boys, and me growing up, not having a mother that disciplined anybody, and I was primarily living with my mom from 8 years old up to 16, that was hard for me. Me going through uh, partially living in foster home because my relatives ain't shit and my mom was very sick and had a stroke. That was hard for me. Uh, also, being a young child from five to, I want to say, 14 or 15, dealing with... Um, being molested as a child off and on and not understanding the difference between stranger and relative and family, that was hard for me. So if I don't deal with that shit, I can't go into a relationship today and expect it to be productive or constructive or um, of value. And I've been doing that work. And a lot of people can't honestly say, hey, this was my foundation, this is what I've been dealing with, and this is what I'm continuously dealing with, and lay it on the table. But they can quickly lay on the table what they want and what somebody else is not. Listen, girl, baby steps, baby steps, because there's a lot of things that you aren't. There's a lot of things that you need to achieve that you haven't. And it's about honesty, it's about doing your work. The second thing is, as a woman, you've reached a point where you're done with old habits. Meaning, some women can be in a healthy, um, respectable relationship with someone. And because she hasn't done her work to rid herself of old habits, she's still intrigued, slightly interested And missing the feeling that someone of lower standards gives her. Some women call it devil dick. 
some women call it, he ain't shit but that dick though. Um, he can't do the things that you say you want in your future, but you feel good when he's around or y'all have a good time. And women need to recognize that if you don't fix or you don't get this, I want a good time out my system and not a good man, you're going to drop the ball on a good man. And then you're going to make that man feel like women ain't worth the effort. And that's going to snowball into the next relationship y'all have separately. And then the next one. So what we deal with in relationships, people have to understand that you're going to deal with the pros and cons of the last relationship. And you're going to deal with correcting and fixing the pros and cons of someone's last relationship to teach people how you want to be treated and you're you need to be treated in this relationship. So if you want to continuously be here with me, this is what I need and this is what I don't accept. And it's that that people are not ready to do. And it's that that women deal with or battle with within themselves that may show up to a good man that's trying to court her as, oh, she's not interested or... Some days I feel like she really wants to do this. Some days she don't. That's because she's still battling within herself what the fuck she wants. All right? And that's why it's important for us women to get old habits out of our system that do not um, carry us in the best light for our future, for those things that you say you want. The third thing is, are you financially mature with your goals, your budget, and your boundaries? Meaning... I will never, at my age, with children, see a man and look at a man and be like, what can he buy me? What can he get me that I can't buy myself? That I don't need? That will look nice to have, but I would never be able to understand or fathom the importance or the the care factor behind having this car that costs this much or there's no importance in me having a Birkin bag with two kids and debt um two kids and um the need that I need to save up and get this house uh and walk around here in a vehicle that has issues with it that I would like to have a better vehicle. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I want to feel comfortable having a Benz truck parked outside of my condo that I'm renting. In debt. Like, my life has to completely match where I am. And that's about a woman being willing to humble herself. That's about a woman being able to recognize that... Um. Faking it till you make it only works in some factors. I'm not going to fake my life like everything's all good and it's glamour if it's not all good. Like if my foundation is not strong. And my foundation being strong would be me owning a home, being able to provide for my needs and then my wants and still have some left over, being able to help other family members that possibly can't help me and also run multiple businesses and still be able to function. 
that will be me having balance in my life. But balance in a woman's life looks different for everybody. Therefore, I will never ask a man to do more for me that I couldn't possibly or I'm not ready to do for myself. And that's what it, what I mean by having maturity in finances, goal-wise, budget-wise, and boundaries-wise. Like There's a lot of women out here asking men who work for themselves, go in business for themselves, and do for themselves to do things for them that they couldn't do in return or they can do for themselves. And I'm all about teamwork. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, if you can't do something for yourself, a man should be able to help. Yeah, a man should be able to help. But help with your needs, not with your wants. I don't need a Chanel bag to function. I don't need a Chanel bag to carry my wallet so I could go in the store and buy groceries. A Chanel bag is cute, but it's not a need. A 200K car is cute, but it's not a need. That Honda going to get me there just fine. Is that Honda safe? Is that Honda clean? Did that Honda pass emissions? Are the tags on that Honda correct? Is that Honda paid off? Can I put gas in that Honda? Like, you have to know where the fuck you're at in life before you're asking someone to put you at a level of life that you're not ready for. And that's what I mean by that. Number four, you've done your self time, okay? And you understand that you're not looking for a project, okay? When women have spent enough time alone with themselves, meaning you're not in a relationship, uh, you're not fucking with, no terms and when I say fucking with no terms meaning y'all never had a discussion on what y'all looking for y'all never had a discussion on where you would like this to go y'all never had a discussion on where this ends and y'all never had a discussion on what y'all want separately y'all just fucking whenever y'all want to fuck and I'm not at a level of life where I want to do that that's just not for me. That's not my personality where I like to do um, pointless fucking. Like, I tried it and it, it loses its, its zest, okay? Um, it's not seasoned how I like my meat seasoned, if that makes any sense. Um, and when I say you're not looking for a project, I mean, if you leveled up with your self-care and your self-worth and your emotional maturity, your financial maturity, and your physical balance, meaning you don't eat foods that are not good for you. You don't indulge in foolery. And you read books that are nonfiction, that are about your history, that are about improving yourself. You're not looking for a man who whose last book was Dr. Seuss. You're not looking for... Okay, take your iPad and go in the room. And close the door. It's my donut. Would you like my donut? Go ahead and take it. And don't get no crumbs. If you don't like it, bring it back to me. Close the door. See how I did that? Um, what was I saying? 
yeah, you don't want a project. You don't want a man that's a project. You don't want a man that's still learning step two when you on step 11 of where you are in life. And I'm not saying that you got to walk around like you're better than someone, but you have to walk around to know not to engage with men who still have work to do that you don't have time to pivot back for. Okay? It's about knowing where you're at and it's about knowing what you need and what you can't emotionally, financially, um and mentally double back for because you're on a you're on a different time clock. Okay? You're on a you you on a you on highway 95 and then they on 285 that goes in circles <laughs> like y'all not y'all not on the same thing so that's what i mean by you're not looking for a project number five the respect that you're looking for in a man is what you're ready to give let me say that again because a lot of women struggle with that shit the respect that you're looking for in a man is the respect that you're willing to give don't ask something from a man that you're not really willing to give him don't expect nothing from a man that uh, you're not willing to give him. Okay? You got to know you got to know when to speak and you got to know when to listen. You got to know when to um, constructively criticize and you got to know when to give a man space to come up with his own solution. It's about respect. It's not about control. It's not about being right. I had to learn that. Uh, number six, submissiveness is not an issue for you. Meaning, when women today hear the word submissiveness, they automatically assume, ain't no man telling me this. Um, men just want to be able to boss a woman around. Men have these traditional views of what a woman's place is. And I'm not with that, blah, 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 blah. I've been there. I've, I've thought it and the key is first having a man at a mature level that when you hear him speak, you see him walk into a room, you see how he carries himself and you see how he treats other people, you know you can't come to him a certain way, therefore it's not going to be a problem for you to be submissive towards that man because he's exuding everything that he is already it's going to be very hard for you to submit to a man that does not respect himself and doesn't respect other people so that's the difference i'm not going to go too far into that if you need if you need to understand submissiveness i have somebody i can uh recommend for you his name is akeem <laughs> raw and uncut podcast but um Number seven, uh, boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries are set with men you co-parent with prior to men shopping, okay? And this is for women who have had previous relationships, dealings with, babies with men in your past. And as a woman of two daughters, it is very important for me to allow and um, cultivate the space for their dads to have a proper father and daughter relationship and bond with their fathers. Mainly one, 
because I know what it's like to have a father in the household and I know what it's like to not have him in the household. Uh, two, I know what it's like to be a girl growing up not having a fulfilled bond and relationship with a father. And three, I think women are well-rounded and better off when they have fathers who practice what they preach and what they teach, okay? And it's not my job to get in the way of that, but it is my job to make space for that to happen, um, do my best to separate my relationship with their fathers and me, including that kid. So right now with both of my children's fathers, they're allowed to FaceTime, they're allowed to come visit, they're allowed to, um, well, one of them. I have no problem with her going to his house and I'm not there. I have no problem with him taking her out because I know she's safe. And uh, co-parenting in a healthy way is very important. Like, I wish my mother figured out or knew a way to co-parent in a healthy way. But for whatever reason, she couldn't figure that out. So for me, it is very important that I set up boundaries with their fathers where we're not dating, we're not doing things that look relationship-like, like a boyfriend and girlfriend. We aren't married, so we don't do these things. These are my boundaries. Like, it's very important for me to set that up. So um, that's what I do. And when that's set up, you don't have to worry about, you know, someone coming to pick you up for a date and their father's feeling away. Someone being at the house and their father's feeling away. You don't have to worry about that drama. It's already set. You already know what this is. I'll have this child dressed and ready with bags in hand at the door. You know what I'm saying? It's that respect factor. So that is important to deal with. Um, number eight, you are spiritually, sexually, and emotionally grounded. Meaning, seeing a dick is not going to make me budge. Getting a compliment um, from a man outside about how I'm dressed or my hair or my face or my features is not going to make my pussy thump. Like, I'm so grounded within my needs and my wants and what I'm attracted to that I understand how to take a compliment from a man and not make that go any further. I understand how to um, maneuver in a room full of men and still keep my composure, my confidence, and my respect. And emotionally, being grounded means if a man states what he wants, what he doesn't want, and what he needs from you, you're not going to cry about it. You're not going to yell about it. You're not going to get angry about it. You're not going to make a scene about it. You're going to accept and adjust. And if you don't want to accept it, you just know that, thank you for telling me that. And you move on, okay? There's no need for the drama. There's no need for calling a man a hundred times on the phone. There's no need for blowing up, um, quote-unquote, his spot. There's no need for um, talking down on him because he doesn't want to do what you want or he doesn't want to give you what you feel like you need from him. Ain't no need for that, okay? When a man states... 
what he's not doing and what he is doing and shows you what he is doing, that's all you need. You are in control of your reaction to the answers you're getting. And women need to understand how to control that. And if you cannot control yourself because someone's telling you no, or someone's telling you, I'm not interested, you are the one that needs checking, not him. Uh, spiritually grounded, meaning if a man, if I meet a man and everything's great, and this man is an atheist, and I believe that there's a higher power, there's a creator, um, and I most deserve respect, everyone deserves respect, and they don't. I know that we can't move any further because there is a foundation, there is an understanding that you have to be able to respect life to have life. And if you can't respect the next person, um, whether they're Catholic or not, whether they're um, Jehovah Witness or not, I can't rock with you. Like you, you, you bound to do anything in traffic if there's a... Uh, Disagreement. You bound to do anything when we go out to eat if there's a disagreement. To me, you not stable. So I can't rock with you. And people need to know and be become one with what they will and what they can accept prior to dealings. That's why discussions need to be had before you invite people into your hot pocket. Hot pocket. Like... That punani needs to be shared with good energy. And you figure out if people have good energy by having discussions on what they believe. And that's what I mean dealing with people who are spiritually grounded. Like you have to be spiritually grounded. You know, someone enticing you in a sexual way shouldn't make you move or budge or lose respect for the person that is courting you or or you're you told hey, I'm interested in doing this. Yes, I would like to further along this um, relationship. Then to find out just because somebody told you you look cute yesterday, y'all going out on a date or y'all fucking. Like, you have to be sexually grounded to where petty shit, little shit like that don't move you. Um, Number nine. <laughs> this is a lot. I know this is a lot, but it's it's good shit. Number nine You've come to terms with your daddy and your mommy issues. That's important, okay? Women have mommy issues too, okay? Not just men. Women have daddy issues. And daddy issues could be um, the need to always feel wanted, okay, by a man. If you're a woman and you're grown, hold on. When um, women have a need to always feel wanted or um, always want to be up under a man, sometimes spending too much time will ruin a relationship. Sometimes um, always being super needy will ruin a relationship. Sometimes always wanting to know um, what you're doing, where you're at, who's there will ruin the relationship. Sometimes always wanting to go will ruin a relationship. People need time apart 
so you can see how they respect you in your absence. People need time apart so they can understand the value um, of having you around in their life. Um, they need to understand what that is. That People need time apart to take in the last time y'all were together and to actually miss you and to actually um, feel a strength, a power within your relationship when you're together. So you, so if a woman has, if you as a woman, you haven't dealt with um, how you feel when a man is not there, when somebody you really care about is not around, how you carry yourself when somebody you care about is not around, then your relationship's not going to go far. Your relationship's going to have drama, yelling, back and forth, uh, long texts. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a mess. So I feel like women have to deal with that first before they entertain a quote-unquote good man. Uh, and don't be fooled because in order to be a good man, you too have to do your daddy and mommy issue work. Okay? Number 10, you understand what a healthy relationship between a man and a woman was or is. Uh, I had to learn that. I had to learn that, um, I want to say from age 28 till now. I've been unlearning a lot of things and I've been teaching myself a lot of things. Um, I didn't know what that was for a long time. So my relationships that I had with males um, were like trial and error. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to puzzle piece that together. And I'm trying to cultivate what a good man is to Chantal. What a man worth my time and my effort is to Chantal. And uh, that's important to do for any woman. Uh, that's important to know and that's important to uh, be like your insay in what you do with males that come across in your life, period. Uh, number 11, <laughs> because we could go on a whole ride with that shit. Number 11, you make space in your heart to receive a new relationship so you're not reliving old hurt. Okay. A lot of women today push away good men because they haven't dealt with that past relationship that they really were open to, um, optimistic about, uh, ready to love, uh, ready to listen, all the good things. Like they were wide open. They wanted that to work and they unfortunately were wide open for the man that was not the good man they were wide open for the fool they were wide open for the one that still wanted to play on the playground and had adult responsibilities they were wide open for that first love that wanted to fuck off still they were wide open for the man that uh in his fantasy wanted a polygamy life and she wanted it to, to just be him and her. And obviously that relationship went to shit because now you have a good man. But now you didn't spend that time, that gap of time between that old relationship and this good new one that you're bringing old hurt, 
um, assumptions and uh, accusations to this new man. He tells you he's at work and you say okay, but while you're saying okay, your key's in the ignition and you're going to his job. And you're showing up empty-handed and you're looking around and you're watching people and you're assuming and you want to know names and you want to know why this and you want to go through phones and you printing out call logs and clearly you got too much time clearly you have an issue with trust clearly you're assuming this man is up to no good because you're used to the man in your past to be up to no good all of that is your work All of that is your problem. So if you haven't fully come to terms with dealing with your past issues with that old relationship that was not healthy, then you should not be in a new one. You're doing this good man that's telling you like shit is a disservice because you haven't done your work. Okay? So do your work. And also, women push away a good man when... They're used to a past relationship being physical in an unhealthy way. You're used to pushing someone or getting in a man's face in order to get your point across. Or spitting on someone or throwing things or even hitting. And you think that's a healthy way to get your point across. You think that's a healthy way to show your anger or your frustration. And it's not. It's not. There's a black man right now that got shot, um, what is it, seven times in his back in front of his children because police were called for two other women having a domestic issue and fighting and he went to break up the fight. And because the police targeted him when they pulled up, he now is in a hospital right now with shots in his back from police officers. So getting physical in order to get your point across is not something we as adults, as brown, black people should not be doing. We owe it to each other to find a healthy, more constructive way to get our point across. And we need to know when to let that pride go. We need to understand when to let our egos go because shit ain't worth it. Number ten, number twelve, number twelve. We had the last one. We had the last motherfucking one. Um, you are ready to receive a good man when you are ready for constructive criticism and honesty with a man who you respect and understand that he is an individual. He was an individual before he met you. He is an individual within your relationship. Um, His opinion and his perspective matters. And the way you feel, the way you think cannot dictate or make a man move the way you want him to move. Okay? Women, we are not out here raising our equals. We are not out here raising our men as our sons. Fuck what Tammy Rivera 
said, okay, what she wanted to do with Waka Flocka, okay, what she wanted to do and put up with with Waka Flocka worked for her or she thinks it's working for her. Let it work for her. But understand this, a man changes habits and changes old ways because he wants to change them. A man stops doing old shit because he wants to stop doing old shit. A man improves his life because he wants to improve his life. Okay? Because if it was where women would raise their sons to be better men, these women out here struggling, giving, pouring in, teaching these sons... All of them would grow up to do right. All of them would take the right path. And we know, we see, and there's a lot of young men who are raised and and taught right by their mothers in prison right now doing 25 to life, doing 30 to life. So if it was where women are supposed to raise their husbands and their men like women raise their sons we already know the outcome to that is still a gamble we see it so obviously that can't be correct don't be out here raising a man to be your equal meet a man who's already your equal when you meet him that's the factor that's how you save your time and your efforts That's how you move accordingly, okay? That's boss moves. That's the real relationship goal. To meet people where you are or to meet people willing to teach you. That's what it is.